Welcome to the BBC, a wax cast based on collaboration, not competition. Between Both Cheeks is a world filled with beauty, bums, and billions of bucks. The hosts of the BBC are Luba, the badass boss bitch, creator and owner of international brands and beauty salons. Becca, once newbie and now experienced enforcer, she's hatched out of her egg and manages business with authority and a smile. And Ashley, a straight, shooting, spicy Italian. Hot off the global circuit, she's got expertise to share. Welcome to the BBC. Bring me your balls. No, Kelly Clarkson! Hi, everyone. It's Becca here. How are you doing? Thank you so much for clicking play on today's episode and your continued support listening every week. Uh, This episode... We do get into some graphic details, so I just want to put a disclaimer or parental advisory up at the top of the show. We do talk about feces, so if you've just sat down to eat or you're eating a chocolate bar or chocolate pudding, (laughs) this might not be the time. So go ahead and click pause. Come back to us later. We'll be here. It is a really funny episode, so if you're in need of a laugh, we're happy to oblige. (laughs) Thank you so much again for listening. Let's get into the show. Hello, everybody. This is the BBC Between Both Cheeks. Yes, we mean those cheeks. Thank you for tuning in. You can follow us on Instagram at Between Both Cheeks and subscribe to our podcast on Spotify, iHeart, iTunes, or wherever you tune into your favorite show show today. (laughs) Today, I have Becca with me, the enforcer. Hello, Becca. Hi, everyone. And we have Chloe, our international bright trainer and store manager in Vegas. Hey, Chloe. Hi. Good to be back. And I am Luba, your host. Yes, just Luba, like Cher or Madonna. Funny name. Um, okay, so no one knows what we're going to talk about. I, I said to Becca and Chloe, I was like, okay, I'm just going to throw it out there because I think that, I don't think Becca knows about this. And this is something that Jake cannot stop talking about. <laughs> Everyone's very confused. Drum roll. Please. <laughs> yes, we need a drum roll right in here. So it was a few, I'm not going to be able to like get through this. It was a few weeks back and I get a FaceTime call from Chloe and she's panicked and she goes, there's been an explosion. There's been an explosion. And I'm like, oh my God. Oh my God. Becca, do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. Oh my God. I thought you wouldn't know. I thought you didn't know. So I like the first thing I think of is like some skincare has blown up and she's like, there's been an explosion. There's been an explosion. And I'm like, oh my God, they're in America. Like someone's bombing us. (laughs) There's like bombs going off somewhere. And I'm like, what's going on? And then Chloe's just like, I I can't, I can't, I have two children and I can't, I can't like, and like she shit everywhere and I can't. So, it's been like the topic of conversation for like several weeks. In 14 years, I've never had to deal with this. And it was like, it wasn't in the treatment room. I'm going to let Chloe go. Oh, thank God. Okay. So, so maybe you don't know all of it. I think I know some of it, but it would be a lot worse if it was in the treatment room. Yeah. So, I mean, Chloe, I'm going to let you take it away with the story, but I mean, I think this is something that needs to get brought up in general as small. Yeah. 
donor, manager, esthetician. Yeah. Um, so that's funny. Like you totally th threw me off because I didn't know what we were talking about today. So yeah, it, it, it we still talk about it to this day with the staff here in Vegas. And like, I just don't know like how it is over there in, in Canada of like weird things that happen, but like weird shit happens all the time here. <laughs> And that was probably by far like the weirdest. Like in all my professional like careers, I have never ever dealt with something like that. Now, granted, I don't mind like cleaning toilets. Like I'm super like I'm okay with that. Like I I'd rather clean the bathroom than than dishes. To be honest, in yeah, my me house. too. <laughs> um, I don't know. I just like I have this thing where like I can't if the bathroom's not clean, I don't feel clean, right? Mm -hmm. Anyway, so it was a walking client that we that we took um, one of uh, Karina, one of the um, estheticians here um, took her client and her client was with her mom and her mom was outside waiting um, on the chair for her. Um, and I was in and out of treatments, too. So um, I was cleaning and breaking down my room and I had overheard Karina walk her, um, her client's mom to the restroom. She needed to use a restroom. Um well, I didn't know that she was still in there and it had had to have been like already like 20 to 30 minutes that had already passed because oh, um, wow. I, I had a client that I was taking and um, he was like, I need to use a restroom. And we normally guide our clients to the restroom first beforehand when they do their appointments anyway. So I said, yeah, no, I'll meet you back up front. And I was like, I don't know if somebody's back there. She might still be back there, um, uh, but you might just have to wait a little bit. She's been in there for quite some time. Hopefully she's okay. So he walks back there, a couple minutes go by and I'm like, is my, is my client still waiting for the restroom to be open? And I'm looking at him and he was like, yeah, I don't know what's going on. And he knocked on the door he, and the lady comes out um, and she's like, she looks at him and then shuts the door. And <laughs> he, my client's like, okay, that was weird. I'm just gonna go next door to the Mexican restaurant and use their restroom and I'll be back. I was like, okay. And then meantime, like, I was like, I'm gonna check in on her. Well. Our receptionist, Ashley, had just started her shift. Like, she just came in to talking about walking into some shit, like, literally. <laughs> She's like, and I told her, I was like, hey, Ash, I'm going to go into um, an appointment. Um, can you check on Karina's client's mom? She's been in the bathroom for a while. Um, I, I hope, hopefully she's okay. And she's like, well, did anybody knock on the door and see if she was okay? And I was like, well, yeah, my client did. And she kind of shut the door in his face and, like, went back in. And continued whatever she was doing so we hear like the water running in the bathroom and I'm like is she showering like what's going on and then then you kind of like then we start to smell like it's like a foul smell in the hallway and it's like lingering up to the front oh, and wow. like, yeah there's got to be so my client comes back I get him set up in the room while we're trying to deal with this whole thing and so she we're waiting for her to come out and she finally comes out and she comes up to the front and she looks at me and Ashley and she's like, I am so sorry. I'm so embarrassed right now. Um, but I really messed up your guys's bathroom. And we look at each other like, what do you mean? Like, what could you have possibly done? When, we, when I tell you we go in there, like it was like, like almost like a murder scene, I want to say. Like, I was like, uh, and she was kind of like frantically trying to like clean it up for us. She's like, I'm so sorry, I'm so embarrassed. And like, we're like, no, man, just just don't touch it. Like, we'll, we'll, we'll figure it out and we'll deal with it. And so I had to go into my appointment. And so while I was in my appointment, poor Ashley, she's trying to clean up as much as she can. And, um, and then, but I, I had to call Luba and I was like, 
I think it was after the fact and I told her and this is when I was freaking out and she like it was funny because her face was like what happened like she thought like something like really really bad happened I was like no like and I sent her photos and she's like I, I don't even know right now I don't know what could have happened there might have been like the toilet got clogged or something and maybe she was trying to clean it up or whatever but long story short we threw away everything and I told Luba if I could I'd throw the toilet away <laughs> oh my gosh yeah wow. yeah so never have hopefully that's gonna be like just a one-time occurrence because that was yeah. I don't know yeah crazy crazy it was it was insane I had um I asked Chloe to like send me some pictures mm-hmm so I couldn't, I couldn't do anything. And I'm like, Oh my God, like how, how bad is, is this? And like, who are we going to get to clean this up? Like, yeah. Yeah. I, like for, I can't even get, I can't even get into the country, never mind into the bathroom. Like what shout what, out to what, our what, cleaning what, lady. Cause she did fantastic. Yeah. So <laughs> but, like, there was literally like shit on the walls. I can't believe that. Like on this pile. <laughs> so in, in Nevada, it's, um, it's a building code that you have to have like tiles or like a backsplash or whatever all the way around the bathroom and oh maybe this is why (laughs) (laughs) makes it easier to clean (laughs) thank god thank god for that building code because like vancouver like it would have been it's just wall yeah yeah so like i looked at some photos and this is after like you know ashley and bless her because ashley like went in there with like the mop and like did a really good job but there was still like we needed we needed a professional in there to do like a full disinfecting and thorough clean of everything but I mean here's a question for you guys like who's responsible to clean that up the business yeah right but you know like when you hire an esthetician or a receptionist you know is one of your questions like if someone shits on the wall are you prepared to clean that up yeah right like you don't prepare for stuff like that and like technically like that's actually considered a biohazard yeah. so as yeah. far as like work and labor laws I don't know if it's something that like we're supposed to do like yeah yeah so this is this is kind of why I wanted to to talk about it because I don't know if anyone else will have this experience has had this experience how they would handle it as a manager as a business owner on like well who who gets to go in there and, and get their hands dirty literally mm-hmm. to, to clean this up I mean thank god thank god I've got an and we don't have any cleaning people that come into the stores like on a regular basis like we are responsible as Waxford's receptionist managers to clean the store, tidy and clean the store, keep your room clean. You know, when the front store isn't busy, the receptionist um, uh, sweeps and and mops and dust shelves. And like, that's just a regular, we don't need a cleaning person to come in to do a deep clean. Mm -hmm. This required someone to do a deep clean. And, you know, I always talk about my relationships with people and some, a way that I was raised, you know, I, I saw people literally shit on my, my parents because they were cleaning people, right? Like I saw mm-hmm. the difference in um, how we were treated when we would come into the dental offices. And I was a kid, right? Like I was like five to 13, five to 17. I was going in with them where I actually have a memory. And I remember that was one thing that I wasn't going to be like when I was in corporate. And then not only 
what was it that side of it? The, what happened with that is my office was always the first to get cleaned. I like, they always just took like a little extra care of me. I didn't do that because I expected that, but obviously they felt that they weren't treated properly in their profession or, you know, just people just kind of brush them aside because of oh, the cleaning ladies here or whatever. But I was able to get kind of special treatment, if you will. Um, so thankfully in building those relationships and having those experiences as a, as a kid, I literally texted my, my cleaning lady in Vegas, who I have not spoken to in almost two years now, right? Because she cleans, she cleans my house in Vegas and I haven't been there in a very long time. So I haven't required her. I've not spoken to her at all. And I literally called her, gave Chloe her number. And I was like, I have an emergency. Mm-hmm. And I didn't even know if she was going to do it. Yeah. She was like, she told me that like, it was like a busy, busy day for her. Yeah. Um, yeah it was like super, she was like, but she, she fit you in like with, with everything that she was going, was going on. And I think it was like, kind of like close to like 4th of July yeah. um, weekend or something like that. Um, but no, that obviously goes to show the the kind of um, relationship that you, you, you kept with her. Cause she was like, oh yeah, for Luba. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Yeah. So, I mean, relationships are so, so important. Not everyone has a relationship with, you know, their, their cleaning people, their doctor, their, you know, whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Um, But kind of the point of this podcast is like, what do you, what do you do if you're in this situation? If we didn't have that connection, if we didn't have someone as fabulous as, as Gloria to, and she literally came in, I think within an hour or two Yeah, In, in between her clients, and then I, then I never heard from her. And I, that's when I was like, Chloe, has she been there? Mm-hmm. And she was like, yeah, I yeah, know she, and she's like, she did an incredible job. And I was like, okay. So I'm like, Gloria, please like, tell me. And I told her at the beginning, like what had happened. And I was like, you need to be able to charge me what you need to charge me to get this done. Like this, I was so embarrassed by it that if I was there, I would have just come and cleaned it myself. Like I didn't yeah. give that to someone else. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? I was like, oh my yeah. God. But I was like, I'm stuck. Like, I don't know what to do. And she like got back to me like late that evening. Wasn't even like concerned with it. Do you know how much she wanted to charge me? Pennies. Probably not as much as she should have. Yeah. I just, she was such a sweetheart. I could like, I could imagine like she didn't want to charge you anything. $50. Twenty. Oh, wow. What? Oh, well, definitely more than a $20 job. That's for that's sure. That's like a $20 tip. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, that would have to be far more than $20 for a tip. So anyways, I'm not going to disclose what I, what I sent her, but I was like, there is no way. Oh. No. And she was like, this is too much money. This is, and I was like, you have no idea. Like the convenience, number one, yeah. the time that you were able to come in how you saved the business, how you took stress away from myself and my team, like to not be able to do it or or be there. Like you have no idea, like how you helped in such a a large capacity. Like all you're seeing it as like a job and and in and out. Like I couldn't be, I couldn't be more grateful to her. Yeah. Um, So let's say you're a business owner. You don't have a connection with, with a cleaning person what do you do? What, what would be our advice to someone? If you had a store, Chloe, mm-hmm. and you were out of the country, you were on vacation, you were training in Australia. 
mm-hmm. and they called and they said, this happened. Like what, what advice do we have to people if this situation occurs? Yeah. I mean, if I was like, obviously going back to the situation, like had I had cleaned it, if like there was no other option, like, yes, absolutely. Mm-hmm. And I'm looking at it from like, I, I, and I love the business and I, I, w- I treat the store like it is my own store, you know? And so like, I'd be like, well, I looks like I gotta get it on my hands and knees and, and, and clean this shit. <laughs> like, yeah. um, you know, you have no choice. And like, you, you value your business is, is your baby and you value it. Like I, I owned a tattoo shop like years ago and stuff, and I didn't have the means to, to hire a cleaning crew. So everything from the, literally from the front of the store and the back of the store, the the back of the store was cleaned by all the tattoo artists. Like they were responsible for taking their own trash. Um, And something about that culture, I've always like, and I look at it, like I carry it with today too, that like, you're responsible for your own station. You know, you have to disinfect and take out your own trash. Like, um, no, I'm not going to hire a cleaning crew. Like that's what you do. And in aesthetic school too, we're taught to do that as well. Yeah. You make your own steam towels, you clean and disinfect your own bed, you take out your trash. Like when we were, when we hit the clinic floor, we did that. We turned our tables, we turned our rooms and stuff like that. So that's like instilled in us that like, no, you don't know where you're going to end up once you head out in the field. Like you're responsible for that. That's part of kind of like our, um, that's part of our, the teaching, right. And the curriculum is, is doing that and practicing good um, sanitation and disinfection and stuff like that. So yeah, in that case, I would be like, if I was away, obviously I would tell the, I would obviously apologize to the team. I'm so sorry that you have to deal with that. Um, I don't have anybody yeah. on hand right now. Can you please do it? I will, I would more than happy to, to compensate you additional like hours, whatever it may be mm-hmm. so that you can clean it up. Like, you know, let's do this for the business. Let's work as a team. It's so, it's so wild, right? Because I completely agree with what you're saying in the sense of like, we have expectations of the team to maintain the store. But like when I got that call, I was like, I can't, I can't even ask them to do it. Like, this is not part of the job description. This is like a biohazard thing. It's like, I had this friend in Vegas who um, someone puked in his car he has like friends that he probably shouldn't be friends with, but they like, they got wasted and they puked all over his brand new car, like, like projectile vomited everywhere. And he took it to Freddy's. Like he didn't like do anything. He just took it to Freddy's, which is, um, it's called Freddy's, right? Fabulous Freddy's or something. And they do like a really great clean and stuff. And like, they're very well known in town. They're a chain of franchise. And they just looked at him and they're like, it's going to be an extra $150 just for a biohazard fee. Yeah. And then they like, they gear up and like, cause yeah. it's like, it's, you don't know what that person could be ill with. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So you definitely, I, I mean, I don't think you can ask your staff to do it. Ashley was a gem to do what, what she did and as much as she <laughs> was able to, to do it. And the other thing is too, is that the business must go on. Like Chloe has clients, Mm -hmm. so she can't take an hour out of her day to clean this up. You know, um, Karina, she's got clients like Ashley's maintaining the front and, you know, doing all the check-in and all the reception stuff. We don't have time for a situation like that. Um, But I think, especially, you know, when we talk about COVID and extra sanitation, sanitation, thank you. Um, I think it's important to maybe put this in your manual or put this in your kind of 
old school like Rolodex or your point of contact or on a list in the back of like someone that you can call if there is some sort of situation. Yeah, sure, for sure. Like that was it's something first- you definitely don't prepare for. <laughs> That's for sure. Yeah, you don't think yeah. about it till it happens. Yeah. That's so terrible. wild. Yeah. Like I, I don't, I don't know. It was insane. I've never had an experience like that before. Well, hopefully that's the only one. I can one. tell by your reaction. That's for yeah. sure. I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah, it's like, you've had like an environmental like issues like Becca, like there when you guys had that like leak or whatever, or was like yeah. flooding. Yeah, the stuff. roof was leaking at the Vancouver salon. Yeah. <laughs> that was like inconvenient but it wasn't like oh we don't know what to do we're not prepared for this or qualified yeah I just put out buckets but it did get to a point where I had to make the call to close the salon because buckets were not enough because a new hole and a new drip would appear like every literally five minutes it was like the ceiling was in labor and (laughs) the floor was getting slippery and I was like oh like if somebody slipped they could sue the business and also get hurt right and exactly and also how how can you ask someone to pay upwards of 50 60 dollars for a wax when it's janky inside (laughs) I have this conversation with my landlord there all the time so it's an older building that we're in it's you know I chose to have a fully exposed ceiling so people that were probably in there before, which I know there was a, a drugstore before, like 14 years ago, they had a drop ceiling with the tiles okay. and I opened all that up. So that leak was, has probably been there forever yeah. and they can't find it. They've literally been looking for it for 14 years. And I had this conversation all the time. It's like, I cannot charge these prices and expect my client to step over a bucket. Yep. And like, it just, no, 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 but um, yeah, it's, it's something that you deal with, but it's, that is almost easier. It's frustrating and it's hard to find a leak. That's the other thing. Yeah. And then we'll have like a dry day in Vancouver and then the leak is gone and then we have to wait. Right. Yeah. And they're like, oh, it's fixed. Or yeah. Like, that's not how leaks work. Today. Um, <laughs> but that's almost easier to deal with because you've got a point of contact. Like, you know, that the landlord is in charge yeah. of that and it's yeah. building maintenance and it's that. And I, I just have to fight with them about that all the time. But when someone shits all over your bathroom walls, like yeah. there's no way that I'd be able to go to the landlord and be like, we have a situation. <laughs> you know what? Now that I've actually just set, put it out there, the landlord might actually have a contact for, for, for a cleaning right. crew that would come in and do that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I think the big thing in this scenario is that the lady was embarrassed, apologetic, and she told you. Yes. <laughs> like yeah. it, it would be, you know, things happen. We're all human. We've all been sick sometimes you can't control that whether you're at home or out in public and it, like to be in her shoes that would have been horrible yeah. but I've heard of situations and other like customer service jobs where a similar thing happens in the bathroom but whoever did it didn't notify the staff mm-hmm. so then just the next customer or staff member who goes to use the restroom finds it and that is totally different because that is almost like crossing boundaries you know like 
you were not consenting to walk in and to see that. <laughs> yeah, right. Well, and right. then it, it makes the business look bad too, right? Yeah. If staff aren't maintaining the um, the facilities and yeah. the customer that walked into that doesn't know that. Yeah. yeah, or how long it had been there. Maybe it was just two minutes ago and like it's pretty unrealistic to expect staff to go in like every five minutes to look, mm-hmm. but that's that's not the assumption when you see it like that. So I think good on this lady for notifying you guys because yeah. that, you know, no fault to her. It'd be a bit different if you just discovered that and then it's like, okay, this person is an asshole yeah. <laughs> with a broken asshole. Yeah. <laughs> and my advice would be, I think, similar to Luba. If you're not the owner or the manager, I don't think you can expect someone getting paid minimum wage or close to minimum wage to deal with that when that's not what they signed up for. Mm-hmm. Like, it's different if you're a babysitter or a nanny or a cleaning person. Like, that kind of can be a job thing that you do. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not expected all the time. But like a receptionist, they know they might have to clean the bathroom or scrub the toilet, wipe down the mirrors and the sink. But that's usually not like something regular than normal bathroom use has taken place. It's just like dust and fingerprints and things like that. Mm -hmm. And if you don't have a relationship with a cleaning person, you better get one. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and a like, massive shout out to Ashley because she, yeah. she went in there and just did as much as she could and I'm sure that it was a lot worse before she I mean we we threw everything out like the whole yeah mop, you'd have everything to. was ordered yeah. the next day like it was yeah, yeah you have to yeah no, she's, so yeah shout out to her she's very um she's super thorough when it comes to that and Ashley like consistently like collectively we we help each other out when it comes to like closing duties and like taking the trash out mopping and sweeping stuff but she's like she tackles she's the first one to tackle the bathroom mm. and like yeah like it that's up to her you know because like I said a lot of people would be like ew I'm not cleaning the bathroom yeah yeah, yeah. um I you know again from a small business perspective like I've like many years in like corporate like you don't pay you pay no attention to that because like they're there are janitors and there are people that clean your bathrooms like that for the employees mm-hmm. and stuff. So you don't really like these PAD workers, right? The public area department, that's what they stand for. Right. Oh. Um, you, they're, they're constantly going through. And then I worked for like larger like properties cause you know, properties. So yeah, you've got like a whole department, public area mm-hmm. department, and they're maintaining everything, the casino floor from yeah. back of the house and stuff like that. And then like scaling it down to now as like a small business, you're just like, yeah, you have to, you got to pitch in a little bit of everything. Yeah. Do a little bit of everything. Yeah. Yeah. I think if, if you didn't have that cleaning lady, Gloria come in so quickly, you would have had to close the bathroom, direct customers to go somewhere nearby. Cause you're lucky you're in like a mall where there's lots of other washrooms. Oh, we close it down right away. Yeah. We just, yeah. And then just wait until the end of the night and do it yourself but that would have yeah. sucked so it's really good and that was that was it like I, that's why I started to think like okay the bathroom needs to be closed right away we have to redirect to someone else in the mall which people hate that like you know it's happened to us too where people people just come in they're not buying anything or get like can I just use your restroom like I, I struggle with that I'm a little more open to it now because like going through cancer I, I was peeing all yeah. the time because of all the water I was drinking for the chemo yeah, and then being mind. stuck in COVID during that time and like oh, so going, bad. like even the gas station's bathrooms were 
And I was like, oh my, so I'm a little more open to it now, but it, I struggle with it sometimes. So yeah, I was thinking like, okay, so we have to close, we have to forward them to someone else. It's going to smell. So it's going to start to like affect business. Then it's going to dry. Yeah. Mm. And that is a whole other situation. Like how long will it take? So bless Gloria, bless Ashley. And I will never forget that phone call, Chloe. And it just, it was so (laughs) ironic that Jake was right beside me because he was like, yeah, what did he say? I want I want to know what his reaction was. I, well, I, I think he's he's like a little more dramatic about it. But he was like, <laughs> Chloe was like, Luba, I can't, I just can't, I can't. There's been an explosion. I have two kids. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't, it's bad. It's all over the walls. I can't, I can't, I can't. Because <laughs> I can deal with baby shit, right? I've dealt yeah. with baby shit for four years this now. Different. This is so adult shit, I'm like someone's got to do this because I, I can't I can't yeah. I'm sorry I just can't I can't Ashley's done the best we, we have to throw everything out and we have to throw everything out it's all over the walls it's all over the <laughs> <laughs> oh my god oh my god it's literally been like the topic of conversation with Jake for everything you gotta laugh about it you gotta laugh about you it you have to what else yeah. can you do I mean we're so lucky that the way that it got handled and how quickly it got handled and yeah yeah, yeah. now it'd be interesting <laughs> if that was one of the worst scenes that Gloria has ever seen the lady that I'll have to ask her. A profession yeah. yeah or if she was like this is no problem no, twenty dollars yeah. in and out seen worse <laughs> right Oh my god. It's yeah, or probably awesome. she was like in the back of her head. She's like, these guys are so dramatic. This is nothing. Yeah, like- I wonder, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, that's a big difference too with and people may disagree with this, but I find that this is a huge difference with like foreigners versus people that are born in North America on what some people will do and some people will not do for work. Mm -hmm. right like I was very much expecting not expecting but prepared for her to say no like I'm not I'm not I'm not going to do it yeah yeah so I don't know very very lucky that I have her yeah and she came quick so yeah she very lucky that we got it handled in a timely manner I feel so bad for the woman my guess is her daughter will never come back yeah, yeah. No. yeah. Well, if she, you're out there and you're listening, it's okay. And yeah. she had no Shit idea this was happening, by the way. Like, she was in the room oh, this right. entire time that this whole thing came out. So she comes out to, like, her mom. It was, like, just embarrassed. Oh, they even left their car keys, like, at the desk. She had to, like, oh, ask someone there. Like, yeah. Oh, what a terrible situation to be in. And even like, you know, probably just sitting there thinking like you have to go and you're like in yeah. a situation of like, oh my God, I need to, I need to be at home. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. So, yeah. My client was like, oh man, I hope I didn't embarrass her. And I was like, oh, I don't, I think it wasn't you that embarrassed her. Oh, <laughs> yes. Yeah. And that oh, wow. kind of thing, you, you'd be embarrassed no matter what. Of course. Of course. Even if no one else saw it. Yeah. Yeah. 
Oh. Okay, I so I have a question on the flip side. Yeah. What is the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you or that you've done when in like a business or a public space? not at home or with your friends or your family like wow at school okay you go first yeah okay so I used to be a nanny (laughs) and and like Chloe said it is different when it's like a little kid because they I don't know it's there's there's just only so much mess they can make because their bodies are smaller yeah and depending how little they are it's not always in their control so you have a bit more sympathy for them and you just kind of like just have to mom up and do it but we were in Vancouver there's this place called Science World and it's like it's geared towards little kids but anyone can go it's kind of like a science museum and it's in the middle of the city and it's really cool and they've got shows and things so I took them there on the bus and they lived like maybe a two hour bus ride away from where this place was. So it was like a long, it was a full day thing. It was a long trip. And it was my first time leaving their city to go that far with them alone. And mind you, I was like 17 when I was a nanny, 17 to like 20, but this was when I was 17. They were like really little. And so we were out in public and, you know, I brought diapers and wipes and food and snacks and like, I was prepared, but I was prepared for like a normal day at home but the youngest one I guess maybe because it was a different environment he was stressed out or something like that um he had a bit of a blowout and it was like right in public no warning he couldn't really talk yet just kind of like was in that baby stage where they're talking but it's not words and it's only words that like the parents or people close to the baby can understand what they're saying because it's not at all sounding like the actual word so no warning. He did not let me know. <laughs> like we we're not in the bathroom. We we're like out watching one of the shows. It was like, it was a science show, but it was kind of like a magician doing it like with experiments and beakers and stuff. But all the kids were too little. It was just like magic to them. So we're in this big crowd and I have a stroller and like a three-year-old. And then he was maybe like a year, the youngest one. And it just starts smelling so bad. I'm like looking around. I'm like, geez, some of these parents must not have changed their kids. And like judging people. I'm like, oh, where is that coming from? And then I look down and it's the one who's with me. And then I pick him up. And then when I like picked him up to hold him, like it squished his diaper. And then all the poop came out. Oh my God. And then I had to like get the other kid who was like near the front row. I was like, Charlie, Charlie, come here. Come here. We have to go. We have to go. And he's like, no, I don't want to. They're almost done. Like, let me stay. I'm like, I can't leave you here unattended, but like we cannot stand here. So that was very stressful. And everyone was looking at me and also probably thinking I was like a young mother because I got asked that right. if they were my kids. So probably like judging me in their heads, like I was judging them. <laughs> so that was the most embarrassing because it was so bad but it wasn't it was a little kid at least so that's yeah a bit more expected oh but just when I picked God. him up and it like squished I, and then it was like on me I was like <laughs> oh that's rough and it smelled really bad oh girl that's a normal day for me right <laughs> right well, I don't have kids so that was a lot 
that work yeah and as a teenager it was like oh yeah devastated right and we couldn't even go like right home because I didn't have a car that had car seats so we had to like bus back for over two hours like on public oh it was so gross it was so gross (laughs) yeah I would have like I would have stripped him naked and it's like all right buddy like you're just yeah for the next couple hours so (laughs) (laughs) that's mine Chloe do you have an embarrassing story God, I'm just, I know as a kid, of course there is. I just can't like, uh, like remember in my adult life. I don't know. That's like, pretty if, good. Yeah. I mean, if I, if I would like, if I would like think back of it, it's always going to be like something with my kids. Cause there's always yeah. some embarrassing, yeah. you know, They're I mean, dirty. like if you want to like go on this whole like poop train or whatever, <laughs> like it's happened to my son. And like, this is like in yeah. the midst of like potty training. Oh, um, yeah. And he's very vocal, my four-year-old now. And he had to have been like maybe two or going on to three around that time. So um, he's super vocal. So like, he'd be like, mom, I pooped my pants. I pooped my pants. So it was like in the middle of like trying to get him into underwear, you know, yeah. like pull-ups or whatever. And so I think I had chose to put him in underwear because I was like, you're going to get this, dude. You're going to get this. And like, I think we were at like Ikea or something, which is a furniture mm. store, store out here in, in America. And yeah. yeah it was and that ikea is huge it's like massive so you kind of have to walk a bit mm-hmm. to get to the bathroom and like you just hear him screaming at the top of like mom i pooped i pooped i pooped so yeah i think <laughs> if we're gonna continue on that poop train that's probably <laughs> you're seeing um i think i can't think of anything else though like it I think, you never got like your period unexpectedly yeah that like as a kid yeah i remember when i was wearing white yeah <sighs> Yeah. I think we all have those like same like horror stories when you're yeah. just at your period. Um, yeah. And, you got- know, normally in your adult life, it's usually like your embarrassing stories are like when you're like super intoxicated. So <laughs> yeah, when you're acting embarrassing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I have a bad story. Oh, oh my gosh. And it's on the poop train. Okay. <laughs> and like, there's not too many people that know this. So now it's just like going to be out there for the world to know, but whatever it is, what it is. <laughs> You know, Becca made it, Becca gave me a safe place and said, it's okay. <laughs> it is. So, okay. everyone. I, uh, I, I got back from Vietnam and I got, I was really, really sick. I was so sick that, um, I was puking in a bag going through customs, like with oh. like, the agent and everyone there. Terrible. We had a layover in um, LA for, I made it for like two days, like an extra day. Cause I, I love LA and I wanted to take Jake, Jake around. I was sick the whole time coming out of both ends. Like I, like wow. I was bedridden in there. It was so bad. I back, I get back to Canada. I check my, Jake goes away to work. I'm still sick for days after, like I can't hold anything down either end. Wow. And I check myself into the hospital and they're like, you have C. diff, like it's a major infection. They thought that I had salmonella, like that it was like, I was on antibiotics right away. It was very serious and I was super, super weak. Um, but you know me, I still had to work and we had a package show up across the line. So in Washington, so I'm in Vancouver and what we used to do before the border closures is if there was companies that didn't ship to Canada or if it was too expensive, we would get it shipped to our PO box in, in Blaine, Washington, which is like a village. It's tiny, small town, yeah, super, super small. So I don't know why I thought that I would be okay to go drive across the freaking border. 
but I thought I was, I was healed from these antibiotics for like two days. And I went by myself and I was in my mom's truck, which is like an older vehicle, but it has like so much sentimental value to me. And at this time, my mom was still alive. Um, so I go across the border. Um, I dropped off a couple packages to ship at um, USPS and I was bringing back some boxes so we could like use those boxes. And then I had one more stop and I got back into the car to do my one more stop and it wouldn't start. Like, oh my God, I can't believe this is going on. So I call like a tow truck truck company and I have to take it to like, um, like a repair shop there. And I'm like, oh my God, this is such a pain in the ass. And then all of a sudden I was like waiting for the tow truck company. And I'm like, oh my God, I have to go to the bathroom. Like it's, it's coming. So I go into the post office. They won't let me use the bathroom. And it's like one of those situations of like, it's, it's kind of like, I have a bit of an emergency. Like, is there a nope? So I was like walking. And when you're in that situation and you're walking, like it's making it worse. Right? I'm like, <laughs> yeah. I can't like hold my butt cheeks together. And I find a coffee shop and they're closed. Oh, no. And, and you're like, like sweating and house. shaking. Yeah. <laughs> so like everything's like further apart. And I went one other place and they refused. And I was like, oh my God. And then I got the call from the tow truck company. And they're like, okay, we're, we're here. So I start like heading back. And I was like, I was like that bridesmaid girl. Like I'm like, I just shit my pants. Oh my God. Like I just shit my pants and I'm wearing Lululemon. Oh, Oh, like tight. So it's like tight on me. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh my God. Oh my God. Oh my God. So I get there. I have to ride with him. (laughs) Oh no. I have to ride with him. So thankfully it was like super close, but I'm like sitting on my side. So I don't like squish it and the window down. And I'm like, I'm just really hot. I'm not feeling well. I just got back from Vietnam. And as we were driving to the um, repair shop, there's this diner called Big Al's Diner. And I was like, can can you just drop me off here? Um, Just drop me off here. And then I will walk to to the repair place. And he's like, okay. And I'm like, I just have to get something out of the car. And thank God, thank God that I had an adult diaper for my mom in the glove box and oh, baby wipes. Wow. Oh, wow. Because there were a, a few times where she had like an accident here and there. So I always carried like an adult diaper bag with yeah. me and I had an adult diaper in there and I had some baby wipes and I went into the diner I was probably in there for a good 40 minutes. I like took off my underwear that was loaded with shit. I like wrapped paper towel around it and like put it in like the bottom of the trash and put on an adult diaper with my Lululemons over top. (laughs) And I got a text message at that time. I think I was, I was texting Jake the whole time. I'm like, I just shit my pants. He's, he's really weird with poop. So he's like, what? I'm like, I just fucking shit my pants. And he's like, where are you? What are you doing? And I'm like, let's just say Victoria doesn't have a secret, but big Al's diner sure does. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. And then I got this text. I was like, now I'm like walking. I'm like, pretty clean as much as I I, I could do. I'm like walking in my like diaper. (laughs) and I get a text from my friend Kurt and he's like I haven't talked to him in like a while he's like 
oh my God, I was thinking about how, I was thinking about how, how are you? And I was like, well, I just shit my pants. So I'm not really good. And he talks about it to this day where he's like, Luba, like I was on a break in, in like the staff room. And I like looked at that text and I was like, uh, <laughs> I don't, I don't know how to respond to this, but I was just, I was sick. I was tired. This was like the yeah. worst situation for me. I was in another country, like, even though it was like, just, but now I'm going to have to go like sit and wait to cross the border. It was awful. <laughs> that is horrible. <laughs> that, that's my story. That's my poop story. So oh, people didn't have to like clean it on the walls or anything, but that's why I tried to like bury it in the trash. Yeah. Oh my God. It's going to smell in here when it. someone walks in. <laughs> I shit my pants. Oh, that's bad. It's so tough being sick in public. Oh, yeah. oh my god. Yeah. And it really makes you like empathize with people who have IBS or Crohn's disease yeah. and all the p- public places that won't allow you to use the restroom or even pregnant women like mm-hmm. I don't know. I've always thought like why else is it there? Yeah, <laughs> like, no, I'll right. happily buy a $2 like soda or, exactly. or something like yeah. if you got to go, you got to go. Do you want me to pee right here? <laughs> um, I was on TikTok last night going down the rabbit hole and a woman um, talked about, give me, give me a, a crazy story or your most embarrassing story. So it's funny that I saw this last night. We're talking about it today. Yeah. Um, she has, uh, is, it, is it pronounced Crohn's disease? Crohn's, Crohn's. yeah. Um, and she has a bag. Oh yeah. So it's, it's quite severe. Um, and she was hooking up with this guy and she like, she told him, did you see this one? Yeah. She told him about like, I have a poop bag and stuff. He was like aware of it, but like had, hadn't had to like see it be a major part of it yet. So they're first hooking up and he kept asking her to spend the night, spend the night. And she's like, no, no, like I can't, I can't like too embarrassed, too new. So one night she was like, I'm so tired. I don't want to drive home. So yes she woke up and she was wet everywhere and she the bag had exploded and there was shit everywhere in the bag or in the bed so she's had to wake up her new partner her new boyfriend and be like you need to get up I literally like my my bag just exploded but they're married now oh it worked out yeah it all worked out but could you imagine oh my god yeah that's a yeah. lot to put on someone you've just started to get to know. Right, like a one night stand and he's like, ew, peace. Or, oh, that's, that's sweet. Yeah. yeah. That one like comes down again to like, it's not necessarily in her control. No, of course. It's just like, you know, maybe she turned the wrong way in her sleep and it came undone yeah. or something. Yeah. Oh my God. But- one of my friends from high school has one of those bags too. And she's really young. So it's quite common. Yeah. Wow. Which sucks. Oh my God. Well, there's all our poop stories. <laughs> Hope you guys enjoyed it. Yeah. <laughs> okay, where can they listen to us? Where can they find us? Well, if you do want to listen to us again, <laughs> you can listen on Spotify, iTunes, iHeartRadio, anywhere you listen to podcasts, just search Between Both Cheeks. You can follow us on social media by looking up Between Both Cheeks podcast. We're on Instagram, TikTok, we have some episodes on YouTube, 
Um, on YouTube, they're under the Wax Hair Removal Bar channel. But if you just search in the search bar between Both Cheeks podcast, it still comes up. And if you don't understand any of the things I just said, but you still want to listen, just go to betweenbothcheeks.com and all of the episodes are there. If you want to send us an email, send it to comments at betweenbothcheeks.com and tell us your embarrassing poop stories. <laughs> <laughs> we should put a trigger warning at the beginning. Of we it. should. Yeah, exactly. Like, hope you're not eating. Instead of yeah. Yeah, I hope you're not eating. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'll do that. Thank you and good night. Thanks for listening. Bye.